Hello out there, everyone in shortwave land. You're listening to Amateur um, Radio Roundtable. This is a show about uh, ham radio, shortwave. And uh, our show's going to be starting in about 15 minutes. If you're listening out there on shortwave, I hope you're enjoying the music. If you are listening out here on WBCQ on 7490, uh, give us uh, an email. Send us an email to tom at w5kub.com. Tom at w5kub.com. Let us know where you are. We'd love to hear from you, and I uh, hope you stick around for the show. It's going to start in about oh, 12 or 13 minutes, and uh, we'll see you then. And in the meantime, back to the 60s. Yeah. 
Good evening, everybody. This is Amateur Radio Roundtable. Hey, today is December the 6th, 2022. Man, the last couple months have been moving really fast. I don't know what's going on here. I think the earth is turning faster or something. Hey, you're listening to Amateur Radio Roundtable. It's a show about ham radio. If you're out there listening on uh, International Shortwave on WBCQ on 7490, we welcome you. Many of us, back in the olden days, and I guess even today, uh, got our start in ham radio by listening to shortwave. So we're glad to have you. Stick around and enjoy the show with us if you uh, can. Uh, If you're listening to this on shortwave, it's Thursday afternoon, somewhere between uh, 5 and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, we're coming to you from uh, world-famous WBCQ on 7490 out of Monticello, Maine. Uh, The show is a video show. Uh, We have our own uh, YouTube channel, but you can watch us on Tuesday. You can join us live on Tuesdays just by going to W5KUB.com. W5KUB.com, and we have a chat room there where you can actually chat with us and you can watch the show. All of our shows are recorded. You can catch them anytime you want to. Uh, Just go to YouTube and search for W5KUB. Also, uh, hey, if you're out there, uh, a lot of people are interested just in uh, the audio podcast. Uh, They like to download it or listen to it at any time. Uh, They can get it on just about any uh, podcast carrier out there. We're on iNet Radio, iTunes, uh, you name it, we're on it. Google Play, uh, you name it, we're on it. Just uh, search for Amateur Radio Roundtable, and uh, you will find it there. Uh, again, you can uh, listen on Thursdays to us on uh, WBCQ out of Monticello, uh, Maine. Uh, if you will, do us a favor. Wrong screen. Cameraman, wrong screen. There, Still wrong stream, stream, cameraman. There we go. Okay. You're fired. Okay. Here we go. Uh, hey, if you will, hit the subscribe button. There's a little button down there in the corner down there. I'm going to point give you a little help right there. If you will, hit that subscribe button. It really helps us out on our channel here to, uh, to you know, uh, find new people that want to watch the show. So uh, please, uh, please uh, hit that subscribe button. Hey, hit the, uh, hit the like button if you like the show. And uh, also hit the uh, notify, the little notify bell, because sometimes we come on, and we're going to start trying to come on more often during the week on uh, unscheduled uh, live events. And if we do, that will at least notify you that something new and, you know, fun may be coming on. So it'll kind of give you a heads up. All right. So let's see. I think that's uh, that's most of the announcements I've got right this moment. And we've got Glenn with us tonight. Glenn, how you doing, Glenn? Hanging in there. I got power this week. So, I mean, that's an improvement. Well, I wasn't sure if you really lost power last week or not. You know, some people just use that excuse not to be on the show, you know. Well, I mean, yeah. You, you know, know, with our payment payout, you know, I mean, we still pay you if you can't make it to the show. So, <laughs> you, you know, but we, well, we you do know, watch. I, I actually kind of found out that, you know, Rodan pulled the plug, you know, earlier in the evening. Yeah. She didn't want to show up last night or last week. Oh, man. Well, hey. Uh, yeah. Got to watch it. Put those safety things on those plug, you know. They used to make a little bracket that, you know, you could screw on there, you know, so those plugs will come out, man. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, hey, if the place catches on fire, it'd be a uh, heck trying to pull a plug out of the wall, wouldn't it? You know, well, what yeah. a screwdriver, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Just big, get a big hammer. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. Well, you know, hey, folks, it was raining pretty hard. That's I, I think it was raining hard last week. Uh, uh, and Glenn lost power. We were supposed to get some really severe storms through here. I think they kind of missed us. They weren't too severe, but... Uh, Hey, guess what? It's winter time. We're in December the sixth right now, and guess what? The temperature is outside. It's like eighty-three degrees here. Eighty-three, man. There's so much fog out there, and, and eighty-three degrees. It's uh, it's just uh, unbelievable. Yeah, uh, it, it's kind of warm. I don't. I get worried when it gets this hot because that normally means thunderstorms, tornadoes, and all kinds of bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, this warm weather is probably going to cause some issues. I, we're supposed to get about four inches of rain over the next couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good news is I get to work from home for the next couple of days. Well, I, I hope that the rain does not uh, get, it's not too bad through here. I've, I've got to get down to New Orleans here in a couple of days for, for maybe uh, one day or two days. And uh, we've got a graduation down here from uh, 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 a granddaughter's graduating at the seminary. And we got to go down for the graduation down here, so uh, we'll be doing that. Uh, but uh, hey, uh, Christmas is coming up soon, and uh, I've already bought all my Christmas presents for me. I'm, I've been playing with them over there. Uh, <laughs> we decided, Kathy and I decided this year, we're not going to buy presents for each other because we just go out and buy what we want for each other, you know, for ourselves, you know, every week, you know. So, you know, and we just kind of. Take take the take the the pain out of it, you know. Yeah, well, that's kind of the way it is for me. Problem is, all of my stuff is still in the boxes, so it's going to be just like Christmas. Yeah, you know, the three D printer is still in the box. The ninety seven hundred is still in the box. I went and got about five hundred pounds of uh, bookcases and furniture and stuff from IKEA. It's still in the box. Oh wow! So well, yeah, I'm going to be doing a lot of yeah. unboxing at Christmas this year. Well, you know, just because uh, just. Weeks ago, I bought me that new, um, uh, new um, automatic uh, oscilloscope, and then mm-hmm. just a couple weeks ago, I bought me a Rego um, uh, spectrum analyzer. I've been playing with that; that thing is cool, you know. And uh, hey, I got the itch for something else, and I, I ordered me a Tektronic scope uh, last week and got it. I've been playing my my new Tektronic scope here. What model number is it? It's a it's a twenty two thirty five. Okay, you got one of the the newer ones. I don't know if it's new, but I mean it's you know it's a used scope, but uh, right. it, it was well taken care of. It looks good. I like it. It's kind of small, twenty two thirty five. They they make so many different models of that thing. You know. Yeah, I've got an old four sixty five or four seventy five. Yeah, it's my, you know, big scope here when I want to use a real scope. Yeah. Well, okay, so. Let's see what's going on here. Hey, did you know? All month, all month of December is youth on the air. Uh, I don't know if any of you. Any, I'm sure a lot of people are, are out working uh, uh, contacts with the youth on the air here. On uh, on the 17th of December, the uh, RSGB is going to have a special station on. It's going to be called uh, GB 22. Y-O-T-A, the GB-22-Y-O-T-A. That's on the 17th of December. So 
Get on there and work some uh, uh, youth youth on the air. Uh, that should be fun there. Um, yeah, I saw a note. Uh, a note came to me. It says, Dayton, they're already, you know, getting, getting ready for Dayton six months out. It's hard to believe that it's that close again already. And uh, they've already picked a theme. The theme this year is called uh, Innovation. So we'll see uh we'll see how that goes. Um I have not missed a year going to Dayton in in 40 years minus the two for the uh COVID, you know, where it was shut down. So I've been here 38 years straight now. Uh I think I've decided I probably will not make that trip again this year. Uh I've seen such of the, you know, I didn't see anything I wanted last year. I guess that's because I just, you know, get it before I go. So, anyway, it's a long trip up there. And, man, when you get old like me, that's a long trip. Plus, that thing is expensive, man. You can shell out two, $3,000 easy going on that trip. And uh, just think of a, a nice amplifier or something that uh, I could buy with that money, you know. That'd be cool. So, anyway, uh, anyway, Dayton is coming up. Six months. And, hey, today is December the 6th. I guess today is Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. I think it is. Let's see if I can find that here. Let's see. Uh, well, tomorrow's the 7th, so that yeah, the would be seventh, tomorrow. But I think the 6th and the 7th. Let me see what's going on here. Let's see. Um, so uh, there's a scene we probably all remember uh, seeing, you know, in the pictures and in the books right there. That was attack on Pearl Harbor. So December the 6th, actually December the 6th and the 7th. Uh, okay, the December 6th, that's today, the 6th and the 7th, there's a special event going on, which is with the military, and you can actually work. You can actually work the battleship Iowa, and um, there's some frequencies that you have to listen on. They're right outside the handband. Now I'm gonna give you those frequencies: uh, 14375, 18170, and 21460. They will be transmitting on on those uh, frequencies just right at the top of the uh, handband, right outside. And they will be telling you. 460? So what's that? 21460, isn't that out of band? Yeah, these are all out of band. 14375. Okay. Oh, wait, it didn't, doesn't 20 meters go to 350? I think it does. 20 goes to 350. And yeah, so so these are all like 20, these are all right above the band. Uh, 14.375, 18.170, and 21.460. And they're, they're transmitting on those frequencies. That's your that's your. Uh, frequency to listen on and they will tell you what frequency in the handband they are listening on so they may tell you and it's, it's, it's for sideband so they may tell you that you know they may tell you they're listening on 14 200 so you'll just operate split you'll go to 14 200 and you'll give them a call and you'll hear them talk back to you on 14 375 so that's what the battleship Iowa um, this is the Pearl Harbor uh, Remembrance. Uh, it, it's been going on all day today and tomorrow. It's cross-band contacts with the military. 
so uh, that would be interesting if anybody wants to work then. Uh, that the battleship I was actually in a port of uh, port of Los Angeles uh, in uh, in San Pedro, California, in the bay there in San Pedro, California. So you got a beam turning toward California, I and mean, you probably get them there. All right. Well, that's kind of some of our announcements already. We're going to open the phone lines early tonight, and I want all you guys out there listening tonight, I want you to call in, and let's let's talk about things. You guys have been too shy lately. We're going to open not only the Zoom, but we're going to open the phone lines. We can take up to 1,000 simultaneous calls, so I'm going to be expecting uh, a number of calls coming in here once we open the phone lines up. So, Glenn, what else? What do you got going here, man? You got anything you want to show us today or anything? Yeah, if you'll enable the screen sharing here, I've got a couple things I can show. Yeah, let's do that. Did I do that right? No. I think I did there it wrong. There you go. Let's did I, did see I do it? Did I, did I get it right? Yeah, let me find the screen. I don't think I've got it up yet. Yeah, let me, let me call it up first. There we go. I'm not sure. The the font the font on that laptop I just clicked on is so small and that laptop's about ten feet away. It's getting it's starting to get real difficult to read what's on that laptop over there. Uh, yeah, they, let's they, see if I on. can do this now. Here we go. We will select that one. I I I I don't know if I clicked allow sharing or if I clicked yeah, share did. screen. Did I'm, I? Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm working on it. Okay, good. <clears throat> Ah, I think you're getting there. Yeah. Let me fix it here. Let me fix it. All I gotta do, all I gotta do is go. There we, oh, cool, man. There we go. What is that? This is a new board that I got in from Dr. Duino. Uh they uh, this is going to be uh my next review project. This is the uh Dr. Duino Inventor, and this is an ESP thirty two processor-based um, development board. As you can see here on the board, now this is the board totally unassembled. Uh, it's got a relay module on the board. It's got the ESP32. Um, it's got an MP3 player module on the board. Um, a whole bunch of LEDs, this 4x4 uh, matrix of LEDs, and just all kinds of I.O., so this is going to be, you know, this is used as a development board like the other Dr. Duino boards that I've talked about, the Explorer and the Pioneer. And this is their latest, which is an ESP32. And this is all of the parts that comes with it. Let's see if that will switch. I think I'm 30 seconds behind here, but yeah. That's all of the parts that come with it. Speaker, stepper motor, displays, etc. So you can use this to develop and create and prototype all of your projects. And uh, this is my next review project for ARRL that I'll be getting on probably right around Christmas time. Well, that's uh, probably going to be a lot of fun if you can have time, if you can make your time, Glenn. You've got, <laughs> you've got, you've got a lot of things going on, man. Yep. Let's, oh, let's, let's just back that up and see just what I do have going on. Uh, how many pictures do you want to see? 
<laughs> well, show if you got any secret ones, show them to us. Any, any uh, sneak previews of the book? Well, that's kind of where I'm looking here. Uh, now I'll I'll have to organize those a little bit and get them for you next week. Okay. All right. Very good. Hey, we've yeah, got all we've, over the place. We've got, um, we've got the Wisconsin Military Academy up here. Got us tuned in. I'll say hi to our friend Rich up here. Uh, W9TIT. Uh, Rich, uh, Rich Post is up on the big screen. You know, I think we're on something like a thirty-foot screen here in the auditorium, man. I wish I was there to see this. I think that'd look kind of cool. So, uh, hey, Rich, take us a picture of that big screen sometime and send it to us, man. All right. All right. Let's see. What else is going on here? Hey, you know, I mentioned to you last week that um, we're going to be reviewing a a different type satellite system. You know, I've got my SAT PC32 working over here, and I've been making a few contacts on it. Um. Uh, with my 9700 and my azimuth and elevation rotors I got out there. But, you know, sometimes people have a little difficulty setting that stuff up. You know, they got to do com ports and, and all this stuff, and, and uh, it, it's, it's not real easy sometimes. So I ran across this. A couple of people on the show recommended this, and I contacted these people, and they sent me one. And uh, just open the box up. It's called SAT, S-A-T. This is a, let's see, we got that. We've got a, a USB cable that powers it. Uh, yeah, it's going to power, power it. We've got a DIN cable that actually plugs in this and will plug into like a Yezu rotor. And it will automatically move your rotors. And then we have a... Um, we have a uh, CIV cable that plugs into your, like into the, the uh, ICOM 9700. And a little stand here. A little stand that uh, you can adjust to hold this. But this little device here, I, ha I haven't even turned it on yet, but I've been reading about it. This is, this is self-contained everything you need for satellite. My understanding is it updates all the kept files. It, uh, it automatically updates them. It's got all your satellites in it. Uh, you just take your uh, laptop or your tablet, and you, by Wi-Fi, you connect to this thing with a browser, and you've got your entire satellite uh, page up that shows you, you know, Azimuth elevation, uh, direction is coming, direction is going, all the information about it. And uh, there's no connection at all to your computer. Uh, so I thought this was uh, really interesting. And uh, I'm going to try it and see how easy it is. People, people tell me that once they take this out of the box, within 15 minutes, they're actually working satellites that quick. 
So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll uh, we'll try after after Christmas and New Year's. We're going to do some segments on this and try to uh, uh, dig deeper into it. Now, so that I, one will interface with your uh, Ken no, Pro. I'm still going to have to manually control my azimuth and elevation rotor oh, okay. uh, because I don't have the DIN plug. See, I don't have the Yezu rotor that that has the DIN plug on it. Now, I'm told there's a, another program, and I, I'm not familiar with it, PST Rotator, uh, that that will make other rotors work. So uh, that's down the road. Right now, I just want to get this thing going. Yeah, what do you got there? Is that a... Uh, this is my G54, G5500 controller, and I will bet it can be adapted to your Ken Pros real easy. Well, I'm thinking and that. that interfaces I, I'm to thinking that, PC32. Although, or ham radio yeah. deluxe. So I'm thinking that probably some type of interface could be made, Glenn, that, that would interface yeah. to it. And yeah, I'm betting it can be because this is, you know, this one will work with the uh, the one that I've got. Uh huh. But and that that project's actually going to be in this next book. Okay. Very good. All right. Well, we can maybe yeah. work together uh, as I after I, I get this thing running. Then my next step would be to see what I can do about getting some automated antennas working. It should not be difficult at all. We can emulate um, that um, den connector that it wants. It's very simple. Yeah. So and, uh, so your box here, your box, I suppose it just has relays and voltage, and it connects to the six-wire that go to the rotor and... Well, actually, my rotor has the DIN plug on it. Yeah, yeah. And so I just have transistors that drive the, the DIN uh, pins. Right. So for yours, you would have to build a little extra piece to add the relays yeah. uh, to be driven from the DIN pins. And, of course, the sense information coming back, which, again, that's just a simple A to D circuit. I bet we could build one up in a, in a weekend. Yeah, it's all right. Well, I'm, I'm going to hold you to that there. Now, nah, the ASU rotators uh, are very easy once you get inside of them. Yeah, and but you know, I, I one one rotor is a Yezu and the other one is at uh, Alliance. But they're right. both six wire. I think they both look probably about the same, don't they, as far as operation? Yeah, and the, and the big thing is, you know, if they're driven by relays that are just simulating the buttons, it yeah. doesn't matter who made it. Right, you exactly. Need to be able to do exactly position and put a relay behind those switches to emulate you pressing the switches and you're there so i could i could keep the real the uh, uh control boxes intact they still work and i just tap on to the to the lines right and uh, uh like that'd be like another relay switch across the manual switch operate right yeah and it, it might do it okay well that's something that uh we, we can do and i'm sure there's a lot of people that would be interested in it maybe Maybe you ought to do it in your book. Is that well? Yeah, you if you've got the the more modern ones with the DIN connector, that my book already covers that. This new yeah. book, it was done in my um, second book, which of course is out of print. And this book that I'm doing now is the best of my Arduino project. So that one's coming back into print as part of all this. Okay. Well, but you for know, I, yours, you know, if you want to do the Ken Pro and the Alliance one, that's should not be hard to do at all. Yeah. Well, I looked at the rotor, you know, there that that Yezu Azimuth Elevation rotor, that thing's about eight hundred and fifty bucks. I said, Well, yes. you know, 
what little bit of satellite I do, I, I can operate manually or, or you know, maybe take on a challenge or build an interface box. I think it could be done. And I know with your now, help, it, it can too. You know, I've got a spare controller up on the shelf that, you know, maybe we can talk about a trade. Well, let's see. <laughs> I'm sure you have stuff I want. I've got a, I've got a <laughs> uh, Heathkit phone patch. That would, match, uh, <laughs> that would match your HW-12. When was the last time anybody made a real phone patch? I don't know, but this is a, hey, it's a collector's item, a little, you know, that, a little yeah. kit. I mean, kit. I don't even have a landline anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that thing's I can gonna show have to you, hey, we can interface, hey, hey, we can easily build up the interface, interface that to your cell phone. Right, there you go. Yeah, I mean, that can be done, too. All right, let's see, what else I read? Uh, hmm. Oh, I got a Drake uh, WV4 uh, watt meter. <laughs> yeah you ain't drink gear that's a collector's item. no i was thinking more like i could use a second you know 9700 yeah, i don't know man <laughs> i don't know okay all right hey but it'll still stay in the box like the other one so what difference does yeah it make? You, yeah you yeah. can just give me an empty box that i'd never know it yeah all right um Yeah, uh, Chris, I made a bunch of calls with phone patches way back in the day. I mean, that was the big thing. And, of course, the repeaters all had the auto patch on them, and we lived by that thing. Yeah, I was looking at the chat room here. Yeah, yeah, Bruce. Uh, yeah, it would fit fine under the uh, Christmas tree, the problem is, I mean, if I wanted it, I'd order it before Christmas. So I don't know, man, you know. Gee whiz. Yeah, now the 90s are back in the day. Yeah, Chris has really got it. That's Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, let me give you a quick an update on where we are with uh, our balloon flights, our ham radio balloon flights. Uh, they're, they're going kind of interesting right now. Let me put them on here real quick for you. And uh, we've got four flights in the air right now. Uh, Glenn, is that screen big enough to see? Can you... You can see them. Yeah, okay. I can see it. All right, let me. See. Yeah, okay. So it's pretty small here. Uh, so up here, uh, out in the Pacific, we've got we've got uh, W five KUB uh, one thirteen. One thirteen. Thank you. And uh, it's right now. It's doing been, been doing pretty good from uh, China. We're doing one hundred twenty one miles per hour. And uh, we're 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 heading straight. Uh, our altitude is just really still really good with this balloon at uh, over forty seven thousand feet. This is the one hundred milliwatt. This has got the little PA on it that we built, so it's running a hundred milliwatts, and it's being copied very well everywhere. Now this other balloon here that's showing just up in New England kind of area. Let me click on it. That one is actually uh, has not been heard from in about four or five days, and um, that's because it was heading north, and it has headed north up past Greenland, between Greenland and Iceland. Uh, it was doing about 85 miles an hour, and it's at about 46,000, I guess. So what is happening is it's very dark up here. 
it's dark up here. Let me see if I can pull the uh, uh, the gray line up and show you show you the gray line for it. Um, click right here, and then let me click right here. Okay, and let me put something in here. I'll put your call in here, Glenn. Uh, and we'll go 20 meters. Put the day, day night on there. Okay. All right, so let's look at this. So you can see what's happening here. If you look at... Oh, man. If you look at the top third of the world, it is dark up there. And it even stays dark. Look at that. It even stays dark, man. Well, there's a, there's there's Greenland right there. It, it never, the sun doesn't come up, man. Uh, yeah. I, uh, about this area right here, uh, the sun was only coming up one degree above horizon for one hour a day and then as you get a little further north the highest the sun gets is minus five degrees so it's totally in the dark there last time it went up there it was it stayed hidden for about two weeks and then it came it came out and we started tracking it again so it has now gone back up uh, it's gone back uh, to the north find it here where are we oh yeah it's it's gone back uh, up into the into the arctic now if we look at our other flights so that one has gone back to the arctic maybe in a week or two it'll come back down maybe it'll be over russia i don't know uh this uh, uh 113 it should make it to the united states in about three days and then down at the bottom, you know, in Antarctica is hard to tell when it makes a circle around Antarctica. Because on the map here, it's just straight. I mean, there there seems to be no... In fact, if you look right there, Glenn, see a little piece of land sticks up? I'm moving my map, uh, my mouse. Do you see that little piece of land that yeah. sticks out? Well, look, here it is again right here. So... So I guess that's a total. I guess that's a, around the uh, outer edge right there, all the way around. Yeah, I mean, if you look, you see South America. You see everything. Yeah, twice. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so these have gone around a number of times down around uh, Antarctica down there. Uh, these have got helium in it. They're flying a little bit lower. These are the ones that Todd launched for us. Uh, still doing pretty good. You know, they're they're in the thirty five, thirty six thousand feet. Uh, uh, altitude, you're flying about 42 miles an hour. Uh, let's see what this one's doing. Uh, 74 miles an hour, 37,000. They're flying a little bit lower based on, you know, the, uh, I guess, the atmospheric pressure down there plus the helium uh, won't take them quite as high. We think it may be weeks. Uh, we think they might break loose and try to go north a little bit. They're going to stay below the equator. And, and go around the earth below the equator but we're hoping i'm hoping it they'll kind of get on up a little bit one of them here did cross the tip of uh 
uh, Argentina yeah. and Chile. My, mine, 114, was, did cross the tip of South oh, America. Okay, 114, your, your call did cross the tip there. But and it, it went all the way down. up to Tasmania as well. Yeah, it's back down here now. So we're going to see what happens there. Uh, and, hey, look at this. This one, just look at this, man. This is, uh, this is impressive. These are the two. Uh, these are the two uh, Antarctica blooms. Uh, Twenty days in the air and fourteen days in the air. But look at this. Let's go down to. Uh, let's go down to one twelve and one thirteen. W five KB one twelve one thirteen. One twelve has been in the air flying for hundred and seventy eight days, twelve hours and thirty three minutes. Uh, that's just unbelievable. And. Uh, 113, the other one, the, the 100 milliwatt guy, he's been flying 61 days. So uh, if you guys want to track these, you can just go to uh, my website, w5kub.com, and, and click on balloon up here in the uh, in the menu, and uh, it'll take you to our tracking site. So you can uh, you can keep up with them there. So we've been having a lot of fun there uh, uh, trying to see uh, – uh, see what surprises they bring each day, you know. Yeah, that's that's really kind of surprising. You know, you finally found the key with those uh, Yokohama balloons. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh let's see. Yeah, we got flat the flat earthers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can send QSL cards to everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the nice thing about it is we're we're being copied. Even those down there in uh, uh, Antarctica, we're copying them pretty good. Even up into uh, Europe and uh, into the U.S. Australia. Yeah, I saw the Brazil, and then I missed yeah. what country was in Europe. But yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's let's do this. Then we'll be right back. Let's see. We'll be right back. Everybody, stick around with us. Keep your competitive contesting edge with ICOM. ICOM's high-powered base stations cut through the pileups, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Contest from the comfort of your home or remotely with the RS-BA1 app. The IC7851 gives you a new window into the RF world and is HF excellence unparalleled with faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. It is truly the pinnacle of HF perfection. It has dual receivers digital IF filters, high-resolution spectrum waterfall. The IC7610 is a direct sampling, software-defined radio that has changed the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. Features include RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receivers. Create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver brings direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. This all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you very busy. It has fast processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. Included are real-time high-speed spectrum scope and waterfall display, smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels, dual watch operation, and full duplex operation in satellite mode. The IC7300 is the high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design, and it will far exceed your expectations. This innovative HF transceiver digitizes RF before various receiver stages, producing inherent noise in different IF stages. The IC7300 changed the way entry-level HF is designed. Features include 
RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3 inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope. For more information on ICOM radios, visit www.icomamerica.com amateur. All right, we are back. And, uh, hey, uh, I want to I wanna share the website uh, for the SAT unit. You know, I mentioned the SAT unit here. In case you guys are, are uh, kind of, your interest is getting stirred up a little bit, let's check this out. Uh, they've got a website called, uh, an easy website to get to. It is uh, csntechnologies.net. CSN Technologies uh, .net, and uh, you will find uh, information about about this, how it works, and so forth, and uh, the ease of hooking it up. And uh, man, I'm really excited about it. I I tell you, if 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 Christmas and my other things weren't getting into kind of the way right here, I'd be hooking this thing up right now. But I don't want to get started on this until I can spend a little time with it. So sometime or uh, sometime early January, we're gonna we're gonna hook this thing up, and uh, you know what I'm hearing is 15 minutes out of the box, you're working satellites. It's that simple. Yeah, I mean it. The the whole concept of that that looks really good. Yeah, you know I don't know what's in there. I guess Glenn, you're the guy. Probably some kind of a pick or something or a. You know, uh, I don't know. I'm actually thinking maybe something like a Raspberry Pi. It may may be. You know, I don't know. You know? Yeah, because you're going to have to do the, uh, you're going to have to update all the Kepler elements and everything on that guy, and it has Wi-Fi to boot. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet it's a pie. Well, it, it, it updates all the Kepler files automatically. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm gonna bet it's a pie. Maybe we're maybe we're trying to take it apart. Well, it's got a bunch of screws in it. I don't know, man. I don't want to mess it up, but. Uh, well, I'm excited about this. It, it's just something new to try. You know. Yeah, looks oh, cool. Man. So, uh, hey, you know, I've been looking for, I've been playing with my new uh, spectrum analyzer, and uh, I built another little 100 milliwatt uh, transmitter uh, today uh, to put behind our little 10 milliwatt tracker. And uh, for for you, for you guys that haven't seen it, don't remember that that's what the tracker looks like right there. Um, it's got about a 10 milliwatt, and um, that 10 milliwatts is being heard around the world. Uh, that's what we're running down in Antarctica, and, uh, I mean, that thing can be heard 9,000 miles away easy. But anyway, I want a little bit more power. So, like on 113, we're flying a 100 milliwatt transmitter on it. So, uh, I, uh, I built up a little uh, uh, amplifier, a 100 milliwatt amplifier today just to, to experiment what we're going to do we're going to design some boards that can be add-ons to these they'll be about they'll be, be about three-eighths inch square and they will be uh, uh 100 milliwatt high power if you run them on like 4.2 volts and if you get them down to like if you run them on the 3.3 volts uh they'll run about 35 milliwatts so, hey, I was playing with my new uh, spectrum analyzer there, and here's some pictures. The, the top picture there uh, shows, if you see that tallest uh, tallest uh, peak right there, that's the fundamental frequency. Uh, that's uh, 20 meters, and uh, it's reading, uh, that's reading right at, um, uh, 
I think that's 100 milliwatts. I can't read the numbers here. It's so small, but I think it's on. Is that on like, Glenn, can you read that number? Is that a minus 10? Which one? The, the top, the peak, the top one here. Uh, is that a minus 10? Looks like I think minus point eleven is what it looks well, like. Yeah. Yeah, it should be close to minus 10. But anyway, uh, so minus 10, but I have a 20 dB attenuator on here. So you take 20, you know, you take the, uh, well, I don't know what I'm doing now. I, I wish I could read it. I've got it too small. Anyway, what I was doing, I was playing here, and you can see the fir- the uh, fundamental frequency there is uh, uh, a certain amplitude. The second harmonic is a lot lower there, but that third harmonic is even higher. And uh, that's because this is a square wave output, and a square wave creates a lot of harmonic energy. Okay, it just clarified for me. It's minus... Point one one dBm minus one minus zero point one one dBm. Okay, so okay, so I said zero then. Okay, then and that's right. It, it so it's showing is zero dB right there dBm. Right, and the next peak is like twenty yeah. dB down. Yeah, so that's zero dBm is showing, but I've got a twenty dB attenuator on, so you got to add twenty dB to this. If you add twenty dB to zero. You get, you, get 20 20 db, db. you get 20 dBm, and 20 dBm is uh, 100 milliwatts of power. Okay, so you can see the second harmonic, the third harmonic, and uh, even though it's not really bad, uh, it's probably a few milliwatts. And a few milliwatts flying, uh, you know, at 50,000 feet might get picked up. The, the, uh, the uh, third harmonic of that is about 40... Uh, or 42 megahertz, I think, somewhere in that area. It's in the low 40s. So anyway, I built a little filter up. I took me a straw and wound me a few turns of uh, real fine wire around the straw, making it form in, in a capacitor. And uh, just went with a little T-network like this uh, on the output because the T-network matches low impedance uh, really well. So... Uh, we calculated uh, with using a uh, online uh, calculator to build up how many turns we needed, what kind of diameter, what kind of length to get uh, roughly this coil here. We built a couple of those up. We got us a you know 200 cap put in here. So here's the difference it made. Uh, you can see. Uh, and I wasn't trying to get the roll off too close to the second because that's 14 and that's 28. I didn't want it to roll off, you know, and, and affect my, this. So it starts rolling off about at at the second harmonic. But you can see it greatly. It actually it does roll off and it does it does reduce the uh, second harmonic and it does greatly reduce that third harmonic there. So a little straw, uh, a little straw uh, inductor drinking straw inductor uh, is is actually what we're flying on 113 uh, right now today. And it's real light, too. So, uh, you know, I'm having fun with the spectrum analyzer, learning a lot about it, and uh, it's just uh, it's a great, great learning tool there. All right, so let's see what's going on here. Uh, let me check it out here.
All right, let me make a quick announcement here for our listeners out there. Uh, this is the Amateur Radio Roundtable. It's a show about shortwave and ham radio, and we're glad you're listening out there on WBCQ. Uh, if you would, send us an email to tom at w5kub.com. We'd love to ha- uh, hear from you. And uh, yeah, uh, Obviously, if you're hearing us, you're out there listening on world-famous WBCQ shortwave station on 7490 up in Monticello, Maine. Join our show uh, live on Tuesday. This is a live video show just by going to w5kub.com. You can join us. Join us in the chat room. We got any new people that just joined in, please hit the subscribe button. We need to hit that subscribe button right there. You got to hit it. It helps us out a whole lot to to get our show... uh, made known to uh, a lot of people that are surfing around in, in YouTube. I didn't mention our Facebook a while ago. Uh, everybody, join our Facebook group. We've got over 13,000 hams and shortwave listeners in our Facebook group. Just do a search for W5KUB, and uh, you'll find us there. We'd love to have you join our join our group there. Uh, let's see. Anything going on in the chat room? Yeah, your audio was breaking up uh, a little bit. I'm probably probably hitting it hard. We got a, we've got the audio compression and equalizers running over there. You know, uh, I, I was kind of excited when I was making that announcement, so I'll, I'll talk a little lower here, and uh, <laughs> I could probably just. Well, it was when you were talking about the filtering. Yeah, yeah, I was excited about that. I'll, I'll just back it down a little bit like that. But uh, no, used to three, four years ago. We used to get so many complaints about audio. Either Glenn's audio was too high, or Katie's was too low, or mine's doing this or that, and it was really hard to control everybody. And and we put in a uh, a Behringer professional uh, equalizer compressor here, and ever since then, you know what? I have not had one single complaint since that was put in. Now this complaint here. I guess this is a complaint. My audio was flipping. Who made that complaint? After three years, I don't know who who made that complaint. I'll make it because I heard it. You heard it? Well, Earl, looks like Earl did it. WA4KBT, he did it. Earl, you get three demerits. Anybody else? Oh, Mark, no, David. Actually, uh, Richie's radio is, uh, he's saying it wasn't clipping, and I tend to agree. It was just cutting in and out like your internet was. Oh, really? Acting up for okay. a little bit. All right. All so right. it's well, not even a sound complaint. So you got to right. withdraw their demerits. It I'm wasn't a sound the complaint. Back. I'm going to take the demerits back. You guys, I'm sorry. I just, it hurt my feelings. <laughs> after, after, after two or three years of not hearing a single complaint about audio. Now, you know, when I put this compressor on here, I noticed audio didn't sound as clean to me. It, it was compressed. And uh, I, you know, I don't think it sounds as good as it does when the when this compressor is out, but but uh, it's fixed things. I wonder if I can turn it off. I wonder. I think if I turn it off, it's got a bypass. I'm gonna turn it off and see if we can still go through it. Uh, here we go. 
All right, test one, two, three. Okay, the audio, uh, the equalizer and compressor is off now. You're hearing me, right, Glenn? Oh, yeah, you're fine. Right. I don't know what my audio is sounding like now, though. Now, see, my audio, I'm looking at the D DB meter here. I'm, I'm about half scale on my audio now. You, you say something, Glenn. All right, I'll say something. How's that? All right, you're 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 even hotter. You're hotter than I was on the dB meter. But anyway, okay. So quality-wise, I just wondered, does it sound cleaner? Now I'm gonna turn it back on. Here we go. The compressor, the uh, compressor is back on. It probably sounds a little compressed, but it it does a pretty good job of trying to keep the levels uh, more constant. You know. Oh, yeah, let's um, see. Um, Mark. K9SCX is asking what model on your Behringer. This is a, I don't know, this is a, uh, let me check. I've got uh, studio lights in my eyes and uh, blocking me from seeing the, okay. At least this, that's this the excuse is, for tonight. This is the uh, Composer Pro. XL Composer Pro XL model MDX 2600 MDX 2600 so if you guys look that up you'll actually get to see a picture of it pretty impressive man got a lot of little red lights and green lights that are flashing and going sideways and everything i can tell it's i can tell it's uh compressing yeah yeah i mean it's important it's got to have the lights and stuff without lights it's useless yeah. let me see if i can uh I'm a, i'll put the camera on it see if i can uh see if i can give you all a picture of it here all right so i'm gonna switch to all right camera man switch to camera three Here we go. What did you did? Well, that was a operator error, error, error. Yeah. 
I didn't have the mic selected on the. Uh, you see the way the uh, the way uh, Wirecast works here. Let me show you what we're dealing with here. Give you a little uh, inside view of this. All right, get the audio back. Okay, so I don't know what what, what I what I told him. Anyway, this is Wirecast. Let me let me show you Wirecast again. Here we go. Oh no, no. Wait, I got a I got a second mic I can turn on. Here we go. Now, so this is Wirecast, and this is uh this is what we're doing. This is what we use to webcast with. The left the left picture up there is the preview. The right picture is going live. And then down here, you see all the little thumbnails. All the little thumbnails are various camera shots and uh, audio inputs, microphones, uh, playlists, uh, lower thirds. So I can scroll through these. If you look, you can see I'm scrolling through them. And, and there's quite a few that I have made up right there. So... Like for instance, if I click click down here, let me get that right here. Well, okay, that didn't work. I'm trying to demonstrate to you, you guys. Okay, interesting. Oh, I see what's happening. I see what's happening. So, so uh, each each lie each layer. These are all layers, and and as I go deeper in layers, they're on top. And if they're on top, uh, they don't they don't get uh, wiped out. <laughs> For instance, if I click on this layer right here, I'll get music. Uh, I mean, if I click on this link, uh, this thumbnail. Oh, I got music or not? Anyway, okay. So I'm trying. To, I've got a different mic uh, uh, audio coming in here, so you guys can hear me. But anyway, th this is what we're this is what we're dealing with. And just to make it short, I didn't have the mic selected a while ago. When I selected that camera, when I selected that camera right right there, it deselected the microphone. See the microphone? I got the mouse going around it. When I selected that camera. It deselected the microphone, and the reason you're hearing me now is if I go up one notch, you can see I have another microphone on another layer up here. So I'm actually talking on that microphone right there. So anything on this line, once I select it, that's what that's what it goes out. There's the audio. There's this little camera I'm holding. 
if I click this, this mic goes off, but on that layer, I can, I, I've got that mouse turned on. I mean, that mic turned on. All right, well, that's enough of it. I'm not explaining it very well. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, let me see if I can get back to normal here. So I can do that by going here. Going right there. Okay. The only thing is now I got the wrong. I've got the cameraman. You're, you're messing up cameraman. Give me back. Give me back in the studio, a cameraman. All right. All right. Here we go. All right, man. Let's see how confusing that was to people. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. You've got way too many things to choose from. Yeah, so there's a lot here going on, and, and uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm typically back here by myself trying trying to uh, select the various camera shots, bring people in, you know, remotely and so forth. And uh, sometimes it might look like I'm not paying attention to our guest, and I'm probably not because I'm down here trying to, you know, I'm trying to do things. For instance, hey, here's... For instance, here's a, here's Glenn right there, and you know, I, I need to put Glenn a lower third on. So see, I can click and I can put Glenn a lower third on. It tells you who he is, and that's uh, good because I forgot who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be you could be rich, but I know I know you're you're Glenn. No, no, no. All right, so I'm not good enough looking for rich. Um, Russ in the chat room, he wants the information on that new satellite tracker of yours. Wasn't it CSTtechnology.com? Yeah, that, that'll get you there. CS, How much did that thing no, cost? CSN. C, CSN Technologies.net. If you okay. just uh, if you look up just SAT, S-A-T, it'll probably bring it up. Uh, just type in satellite and type in S.A.T, and uh, it'll probably bring it up. And you'll see it, but if you go to their site, uh, uh, CSNTechnologies.net, you'll get to it. And uh, uh, what I'm, are I'm they charging for that? The what? The what do they, they sell it for? They, they, they this sells for like two hundred and fifty, two hundred fifty dollars. So it must have a few parts in it. Yeah. Well, you're paying for their code because I guarantee you they got some decent code in there probably written in python or something similar yeah yeah but, i mean that's that's a really good idea really good concept but all of you arduino people can do it for a lot cheaper yeah so he i think uh i think russ is wanting to know about the tracker the little trackers here that oh the tracker and the balloons yeah, the okay we're building up uh Really, uh, Russ, we're not selling them. Uh, you know, uh, I think Bill Brown sells his trackers. Yeah, Bill sells. Bill, Bill, uh, Bill has trackers for sale. Uh, just go to uh, WB4ELK, uh, and Bill's got some. He's got really isn't nice he trackers. In, isn't he an eight? WB8ELK. Yeah, and uh, he. he You'll be better off there. He he'll provide you tracking, and when you get it, it's set up and everything. Uh, 
you know, when I was building it, we're, we're actually having a company now. We're actually getting circuit boards. We made a lot of models on this. And uh, my friend, I made my friend Michael's on here, uh, AA6DY, uh, uh, who's uh, spearheading uh, uh, all the, the uh, having these made, and, and he's helping, and we're, we're working together to test and redesign and, and make changes. Um if he's in a chat room. Anybody see a AA6DY? I don't see him, but I think he's watching. I don't watching. think so, now. He's watching. He, 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 every, every week he tells me what was on the show. So anyway, uh, I, 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 you know, we're starting to have a company actually put the parts on the boards now uh, for us. So uh, it's much better. When I was building these, uh, when I first started, I said it's impossible because the parts were were uh, uh, smaller than a flea. And uh, uh, and then, hey, once you get the parts on, if it doesn't work, it's almost impossible to troubleshoot unless you really know this thing in and out. Then you got to get the firmware in there right. And then, if you want to track it, you gotta you gotta figure out a way to to uh, you know write. The, the Python or, or get some code going to track it. It's uh, it's a, it's a lot to it. Um, so I would suggest going to someone like Bill, and and uh, he he has them out there for sale. And man, they come they come ready to fly. And see, this doesn't even have solar cells on it. You got to put all the solar panels and everything on it. Uh, but Bill's comes already programmed with call. He sets it up for tracking on the map for you. Everything. Uh, it is ready to go out of the box, man. And uh, that's the best way to go, uh, particularly if you're uh, just starting out, you know, on your personal hunt or something like that. And we found, you know, we found the new balloon that will that works very well. Uh, you know, this past year, we finally found a balloon that stays up and flies. Uh, when I first started doing this about three, three, three and a half years ago, uh, I would tell people that if you want to send a balloon around the world, you had to at least try 10 times before you'd make it around the world the first time. We made it on our ninth trip around, so that was pretty close to our estimate. And, you know, over the years, you know, it would we would fly maybe a month. I think our longest flight was seventy two days. We'd go around three times, four times. Sometimes we'd go around one time. Sometimes we wouldn't quite make it. But I tell you, once we found these new balloons, now that people are starting to use, I can just about guarantee you, you put this thing in the air and it's going to fly and it's going to make it around the world. I'd, I'd almost bet you it's going to make it around the world the first flight. Not the 10th, but the first. And as you saw a minute ago when I brought our website up, uh, W5KUB 112, in about two days, we're fixing to hit 180 days in flight. 180 days. That's amazing. And the altitude is still right up there, almost right where it was the day we launched it. So it's lost practically zero gas at all has leaked uh, leaked through it all right let's do this real quick let's do this i'm going to do this uh <coughs> i'm going to open the phone lines 
And let's see if we can get some people to join us tonight. Man, that's getting a Christmas spirit. Don't tell me what you want for Christmas. So uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to open. See, first of all, I'm gonna I'm going to put the information in the chat room. There we go. Uh, if you want to join us on Zoom, there's a Zoom link. Uh, is that right? Did I do that? Yeah. Okay, there's a Zoom link in here? No, I did not see the Zoom link. All right. Hang on. Hang on. You've got the phone numbers. Oh. Okay. I didn't copy everything. Okay. All right, so here we go. Here we go. Uh Let's see what this does. I still didn't get the... Uh, nope, still the phone number. Still didn't get the Zoom link. All right. Why didn't I? I'd go get it and copy it. I got, I got are, it here. I, got, I don't know why I didn't copy it. I was going to say my hands copy, are full I'm at the moment. I'm trying to copy it and the phone number at the same time. Here we go. I bet you I get it this time. All right, here we go. That right. looks like it. There we go. So, folks, uh, please join us. I'm gonna I'm gonna open the phone lines up and remember. There's Earl. Let's see if we get Earl in here. Yeah, join us on Zoom or join us on the phone. I can get I think the phone lines are up now, guys. We can take up to we can take up to one thousand phone calls at the same time. So come on. Dial in, folks. Come on. Don't be shy. Let's see if I can put the phone number up there. Uh I might work right there. Okay, there's a phone number down at the bottom there. All right, come on, let's get some let's get some discussion going here. Ah, oh, okay. So guys, we are kind of in the listen. We're moving on right now. We're moving on into the show after the show. No, the after the show show. Yeah, right we're in the after the show show right now. So come on in here and join us. This is this is the this is this is after the show show. And uh, hey, welcome Earl. Glad to see you, man. This is this is after the show show. Uh oh, welcome Earl. Glad wait a minute. Who's who's got their audio? Is that you? Yeah, that's that's Earl. Five demerits for Earl. Who's who's got their audio? Is that you? Yeah, that's that's Earl. Five demerits for Earl. Five. All right. Did you get it turned off? I think he did. Sounds like he did. Yeah. But now he doesn't have any audio coming back. He'll get it figured out. Lynn's a pretty, I mean, uh, Earl's a pretty sharp guy there. In fact, Earl helped us at uh, Huntsville uh, this year uh, with all of our webcasts and stuff. Really appreciated that. And uh, I don't know how he did it, but uh, we came back with COVID, and I don't think Earl did, so I don't know. I don't know how he worked that out. (laughs) Yeah, I came back with COVID. Uh, Did you have it after you came back? From Dayton, yeah. Oh, from Dayton, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I got it at Huntsville. Right. Oh. Is Earl there? Earl, you there? Earl. He's still working on his audio, I think. You know, Earl is this big audio engineer, and he should be able to figure this out. This Zoom audio. I mean, Earl, at the bottom down here, the mic button, it, it's got an X to it. Take X oh. off the, take that line off the. He hasn't selected the right device yet or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll get Bill's there, but you can't you can't see nothing but the top of his head. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Howdy. Hello. Who was that? Hey, hey, how you doing? Howdy. Hello. Yep, yep. Hey, hey, how you doing? There he is. We heard him. Howdy. Yep, yep. Hey, yeah, speak out the front of your man. mouth, not out the back of your head. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, he's still got the now, audio yeah, back. All right. Not out the back of your head. Who's right. <laughs> <laughs> the culprit? Not me. I know it's not me. I don't. I don't hear. I think. Name. I think it's Earl because he's sitting there flipping between devices. And stuff. Yeah. 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 Probably Earl. He, he needs to. He, what he needs to do is mute the audio on the video if he's still he needs attached to, to W5KUV.com. The audio on the video if he's still he needs attached to, to W5KUV.com. Wait a minute. Mute the audio, the audio on the video. On the video still he needs attached to, to W5KUV.com. Wait a minute. Video, mute the audio, audio on the audio video. Yeah. He'll get it sooner or later here. He'll get it. Is that Rodan back there? Yes, it is. Oh, she's a pretty kitty. Yeah, Godzilla's <laughs> in the other room. She's talking, but she ain't coming in. Oh, well, I don't think we'll see her tonight. I don't know. She's been in weird moods these days. It wouldn't surprise me if you are. She All has right. decided that my bed is her bed. All right, guys. We have nobody uh -oh. on the telephone. You know, and I'm paying, I'm paying $5,000 a month for this telephone system that can take a thousand calls simultaneous and we're not even making use of it. So come on guys, give us a call. How's that? Right. Am I back? Yeah. you're Hey, there. he's finally got it right. Yeah. 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 I just had to close the browser and, and keep zoom open. My fault. I'm sorry. It's been so long since I've done this. I'm sorry, yeah. Tom, I haven't seen well, you in a while. You could, you could have left the just moved my mom into, into memory care today. Oh, oh fun. What was that about memory care? I just moved my mom into memory care today. Oh. So it's since a couple of weeks, I've been catching the podcast on the replay yeah. and haven't been able to join y'all live. Oh, well. Yeah. But Wish it, your mom the it's best. It's okay. Man. And I'm sitting here, if you can see this on the camera, I'm folding ballots for the uh, Chattanooga Amateur Radio Club election runoff for president. <laughs> so are you like stuffing the ballots? I am. I have yeah. pages and pages. I'm. I uh, volunteered for the election committee this year, and we we uh, voted and filled all of the offices with the exception of president. I got elected a treasurer this year. Oh boy! And uh, we had a dead tie for president. So doing mailings again to send them back out. See if we can get the get the club settled. All right. Our phone number, guys, is at the bottom of the screen. Give us a call. 
Don't check our phone line out. Oh. Real easy. Dial that number. Oop. What happened? Dial that number and then put that code in. Yeah, I agree with WD8IOL. Never volunteer. <laughs> yeah, you better always be there because a lot of times the people that get elected are the ones that didn't attend the meeting, you know? Right. That, that, that happens some too, you know? Well, we had a we had an interesting group. We had uh, all of the primary offices this year. <clears throat> then we had three directors for three years and one director to backfill one year. So we had a lot of people voting and a lot of decision about how we were going to divvy it up and who was running for which office for director, if they were running at large or if they were running for the particular offices. Now, this is the Chattanooga Club? Yeah, it is. You got Jack Thompson as a member? Uh, no, not that I know of. Okay, because yep. he's he's there in Dalton, but I thought he said he was a member of a lot of the clubs in that area. Yeah, he might be. Uh, we have uh, members of our club that are members of three clubs in the area: Chattanooga, Dalton, and the Tennessee Valley Club, the Tennessee Valley DV- DX Club. I was just going to say I can nominate him for president over there if you need one. <laughs> He'll love it. Unfortunately, the nominations are closed. <laughs> <laughs> We've been going crazy lately. Yeah, he retired from FedEx and moved to Dalton a couple years back. That's good. Hey, when I uh, joined, y'all were talking about the uh, the Yezu routers or rotors, rotators. Yes. And uh, did you say that you had a spare controller for a 450? No. Well, wait a minute. Because I bought a a motor for a 450 at a um, at the Dayton. Uh, ham fest a couple of weeks ago and i don't have a controller for it no i do not have a spare 450 okay i have a 450 myself sitting on the the ground oh get that back up in the air (laughs) no actually it's was used for my books oh okay and i'll need it for, for for more projects i guess tom's checking out the phone number to make sure it works yeah Well, since I have the video rig, I just just um, zoom in instead. Yeah, actually, it's probably easier to find the controller than it is the motors these days. Yeah, that's what I thought. I only paid ten dollars for the motor, and it looks like it's in pretty good shape. And cool. it's on a Tom? mount, a vertical mount, um, a plate that somebody yeah. had on the side of a tower. So I've got a, a side wing for the tower plus the uh, motor, and it looked like it was in pretty good shape. Yeah. Yeah, um, I picked up my 5400 at a ham fest earlier this year. It's just a spare. Yeah. and uh, Or 5500, I think, but it's just a spare for, for my satellite stuff. It was like 50 75 bucks or something like that. Wow. That's cheap. Yeah. Uh, 5500. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're there, Tom. Hello. Is this, hello. Is this, is this, amateur, is this radio amateur radio table? round table? <laughs> no, this is Max Pizza. What do you want to order? Oh, 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 pepperoni. Hey, you know, the phone, hey, you know, si- the phone, the phone sounds pretty phone good, sounds actually. pretty good, actually. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you yeah, need I may, to I may, I may just start. It's your turn to echo. I, I may just. I, I may just. Wait, let me turn this wait, mic let off. Let me turn this mic off. I, I was on my 
lapel mic and the phone at the same time. Hey, yeah, this, the audio this, actually sounds, sounds pretty good. Pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got Russ in there. Hey, Russ, are you there? Well, look. All yeah. right. I got to I got to throw this out to uh, to Earl there. All right. A Yezu G four five zero ADC medium duty router. Yep. It's three hundred and nine dollars and ninety-nine cents at yep. DX Engineering. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I paid ten dollars for my motor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We got I figured a that was people. a good investment we... because uh, there are a couple of guys in the area who rebuild these that show up at the regional ham fests. Yes. And so if I can't get it to work, I can always sell it to one of them as a as a core. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey Russ, we got it. we got we got another person on the phone. Hey Russ, how you doing? Hi Tom, been a while since I've talked to you and been watching the shows a lot. Just have had a chance to call in, or you didn't have the phone lines open. But I have a couple of uh, I think you'll find interesting comments if you'd allow me. Okay, go right ahead. Well, I'm enjoying this phone line connection. This sounds pretty good. We need to do this more often. It makes us sound like a real radio TV show or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go it ahead. does sound good. Go ahead. This is great. Uh, what I was going to say, I was asking about the trackers because I was asked to uh, go up to a uh, a club next month and give a little speech on balloons. I'm on their local repeater net all the time, and they're wanting to know about the balloons and this and that. They want me to come up and give a little speech. Well, I've been with your balloons since, wow. 100, I think, something like that. So I uh, do kind of know about them, but they were wanting to think about launching one, and they also have two high schools that are wanting me to come over and talk to about. So that's why I was wondering about the trackers, because I've got a feeling they're going to want to build one and send one up, and I'd kind of like to have a work the first time. <laughs> But uh, anyway, I've got some more people watching your show now because of that. Okay, well, cool. And uh, I would suggest if a school wants to do it, if if they wanted to just or go smoothly, get get one from Bill that's already set up and working and programmed, and he's got you set up on a map where you can track it. Uh, if you know, if they if someone tried to build this, I mean, not that I'm an expert builder, but it took me three years to master it. And every time I started building one of these things, I would throw it against the wall and say, I'm never going to do another one. Plus, if you drop the part, you never find it. I don't care if you drop it on a workbench, you'll never find the part. So, yeah, yeah. So well, I, I, want to get I, I would say, yeah. we're going to use the Yokohama balloon. I've already decided yeah, yeah, on that. Yours yeah. gone so well from the other ones that it's just unbelievable. But yep. I wanted to get a tracker that was going to work too, and of course, that I can take and play with a little while to make sure it's uh, going to work okay before we launch it. But, uh, that's what I was really curious about. Directing me over to WB8ELK uh, is going to help a lot. I'll get in touch with him. and In the meantime, we'll go ahead and give the talks. Uh, I've copied so, down so many notes from the balloons and from your show that uh, I think I can be, well, not an expert, but very informed instructor, I guess, so to speak. All right, and I'll be glad to uh, help you or whatever you you need from me. Just let me know. Okay, Tom, well, I appreciate it, and 
you got a few more viewers because of it, and I'll uh, keep in touch let you know how we're, how things are going and uh, when we're going to launch one, maybe. Thanks, Tom. All right. Thank you for calling. All right. Yeah, Bill, that's an interesting question in the chat room there. Uh, since your smoke detector doesn't work because of the bad battery, then how are you going to wake up in case of a fire? I have two that are actually working. One outside my door and one at the bottom of the stairs here, so I will know. <laughs> I keep on, I keep on, pl- I keep on pushing the button. They keep on singing, so. Keep on replacing the battery, and it still works. But I, I, as I say, the, the one that you hear is, uh, um, I don't have any way of recharging the battery. And I'd have to find a, uh, what do you call it? A, well, I don't know. Yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have to find something to recharge the battery. I don't even... No, if I still have the box, I think I threw the box away. Recharge the battery, or <laughs> not a nine volt? No, with the with, with the uh, the paperwork in there, with the schematic and all that other stuff. I didn't I didn't expect to be here this long. Okay, and you know I decided, you know, I mean so, I can go, I can go to Home Depot and buy a new one. Yeah, something with a battery in it. You know, Glenn, some of the some CO2. of those detectors, some of those detectors, they're really it, it isn't a nine volt battery change. You you pull it; it's a whole module that pulls out. You know what I'm talking about? Really? Well, th- this thing here, I I've been twisting the the um, the actual carcass uh, there, if you will, and uh, it, it don't. The other one did. If you, you if you twisted it, you could take it out and you could put a battery in it and put it back in. Yeah. All right. This thing here is sealed. Really. Well, yeah. it doesn't have clips or something because one of mine has actual oh. clips. I think yeah, I, I that, checked you it. have a unlock it and then turn it. Is it uh, th- does it do CO two or is it just smoke? Uh, smoke. The yeah. smoke. Okay. I think the I think the CO two ones have that special module that plugs in, and it, when it goes well, bad, you me... I think you just replace that that whole module that's got a hmm. battery and everything in it. I don't well, know how I don't know how it, it works. Look, hold on a second. Hadn't, hadn't seen that before. All right. You know, Bill, there's this really cool thing you can do. If you've got the manufacturer and or the model, you might be able to Google it and figure out how to do something with it. Yeah, they have a life expectancy of about 10 years now to tell you you yeah. should replace them, not yeah. just rebattery them. Oh, there's a question in the chat room. If the battery didn't work, you know, how, how's he gonna wake up if there's, you know, a fire? Well, actually, it's pretty. It has a redundant system, and let me explain it. It beeps every 15 seconds, and it keeps you awake all night. That's that's the redundant <laughs> system right there. You, yeah. you don't go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Chris, I'm not sure he's allowed to pull this detector. I think there's some regulatory issue with it because you know he he's up north of the smith and wesson line and you know the the, the laws and rules up there are different than us 
You might have to have a union ticket to be able to pull it. Yeah. Yeah. Like those guys in, what is it, Jersey? You have to have a gas attendant? Oh, yeah. I mean, out at work, um, we're not allowed to pull cables and stuff like that. That's, we have a whole group that handles that. Union shop, I guess. Th that part is. And I mean, okay, I'm so, so used to pulling the, my own cables. This is the barman. Okay. okay. Let's see it. You, got it. you got it down? That's it? And why That's can't it. you why can't you replace that, Bill? Well, all right. The CEO known as Mineral for Complete Operating Instructions. <laughs> The thing don't have. It, it, if you try and twist it, 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 it don't come off. Don't don't twist it. Just pry it. Some of them pry off. They don't twist. Give it a stick your fingers there and give it a big pull. I guarantee you're not gonna hurt it. Just hey. Well, no, it looks gonna, like it's locked in there. Pull it against the floor. Just really hard. Throw it down. Stomp <laughs> on it. Sledgehammer. <laughs> big. Swing around. Hey. You got a big scooter. Stick but, something but, in there. But and anyway, um, just so you can see, the, the configuration of that plug, okay, is not compatible with one that's in the ceiling. All right. Oh. And the thing we had a, an electrician come in and put them up years ago. All right. And the guy says to me, he says, "Well, how long has that been up there?" And I says, "Oh, well, let's see." All right, so, hey, uh, hey, uh, 2009. Bill, it's 2009. <laughs> is that is one of those networked um, smoke detectors? So if one of them goes off, they all go off. I had that in my last house. Oh no, they still they still have a battery in them, but they have a an AC link so that they fire everybody off when they go off. Yeah, but if this isn't plugged in, it's not going to. Bill, do you do you have others in other rooms? Yeah, oh, yeah, I do. The, the, there are two that are hitched up to the electrical power in the house, mm. okay, in the front hall here. One in the bottom of the stairs, one at the top of the stairs, all right? There's also one out in the kitchen, all right, that is in the ceiling, all right? So, I mean, you know, there are things here if uh, doo-doo occurs, uh, I will be notified I uh, uh I was just looking. I think I found it. I think I found that one here on the internet. How to fix it? Um, hang on. Let's see if I. I was gonna pull it up. And let you see. It. I think. Uh, it, get a, is hey, that get the a one five gallon, a five gallon bucket, fill it with water, <laughs> and yeah. and and Mark had a good idea. Just submerge it. That that's what the instructions say here. Submerge it underwater for like five until minutes. it stops beeping, and, and and it will drown, and it'll stop beeping. Well, I think what I did with mine was the ones that didn't seem to work properly because they'd aged out or whatever. Uh, I just took the oh, battery. Oh, Lord have mercy. So they were still on the network, but then I just put uh, a regular battery uh, one next uh, to it. Well, I did what you told me. Yeah. There's a, there's a little battery in there now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it plugs in. Oh, Lord. And what kind of battery is it? It's a nine volt, and I've got plenty of nine volts. <laughs> there you go. A nine Except volt, now, I bet you that nine volt battery's been in there fifteen years. 
bit. So. Oh, yeah. It's probably growing all kinds of white crud. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, I think Earl hit it, though, after 10 years, those things age out, and they're pretty much useless anyway. Yeah, that's what they say. They recommend that you replace them at 10 years. And yeah, because... Do they know, still they, make the network ones like that? Well, this this battery is marked 11 of 2021. So, th- that's right. The, the, the darn thing probably is dead as a doornail. And I better whoa, go get whoa, a new one. Whoa, wait a minute. Did, <laughs> did you put it in? Did you put the battery in it? No. It came in the box. Everything came in. Uh, I just went and pulled this thing. 11. And when I pulled the thing. 11 it, there was a, Well, that must have been 1821. <laughs> 11 21 was only a year ago. When did that thing get put up? Uh, Before that. Probably five or ten years. Well, I don't know. Batteries, nine volt batteries and stuff. What? They have like a three or four or five year life on them. Until well, recently, now they're ten. Uh, years. I'll go and I'll. Uh, I got plenty of nine volts out there. I'll, if I'll, it's I'll only a year perfect. old, that's almost too soon for that thing to die, unless you put a bad battery in it in the first place. Yeah, I think Let's you got a problem, uh, Bill. I think Q one's gone bad near. Uh, Let's bust that thing out open and. Uh, Pull some transistors out. Yes, let's not stop at the battery. Yeah, let's get I, yeah, to the root yeah, cause of this. Be bad. <laughs> yeah, roots in the yard, buried. You, you, you should, you should hit, you should hear the people that, that with the uh, remote test sessions that I do. They say, "Oh, what are you doing? What do you got out there? What, what's making all that noise?" Yeah. <laughs> now, Bill, you know you don't have to get out of your chair to to test that battery. I mean, Mark's pretty much got it right here. Yeah. Put your tongue on it. Yeah, I was going to say, just yeah, stick right. it to your yeah, tongue. Yeah. Well, stick you it to your tongue. Mark to mind his own business. <laughs> Look, hey, yeah, all it's going to do is going to taste like a lemon. Just stick it to your tongue. See if it, you know. Yeah, it has a little tingle. It's not much. And and if it's run down, you're not going to get anything. So. Yeah. yeah, but if that's one of those, being a plug-in uh, alarm, it draws its primary power from the AC, and it uses the nine volt as a backup. Yeah, when the power goes out. Right, right. So, you know, it has Uh-oh. an expiration date of 21, so that battery probably is 5 to 10 years old. Oh, that was the expiration date on the battery? Probably. Possibly. Oh, oh I thought you wrote on the battery the date you plugged it in like I did. No, no, no. It was on the battery. Oh, forget <laughs> that. That battery's older than Methuselah. Yeah. Beep. There you go. I'm surprised y'all could hear it. It, it, it. It's on the far end of the dining room over there. <laughs> oh, we hear it well. Oh, yeah. oh, we heard it quite well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I apologize to everybody on the show. <laughs> well, at least we know you're safe now that you yeah. know how to change the battery and your smoke. Yeah, I'm going to change the battery. I'm going to get it done. You, know, you, you were supposed to do that when the time changed. You're supposed to change all those batteries then. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's what the fire people tell you is, as a reminder. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beep. Yep. Shut Otherwise, up. it'll keep you up all night. <laughs> yeah. At least the light, the light's blinking. So at least I know that it's, uh, it's energized. Oh, yeah. you got a new battery in it? No, not yet. I That's will. That's why it's blinking. <laughs> 
I think I'll pull the one upstairs and uh, 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 replace the battery in that one, too. Yeah, now that you know where the battery door is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you should have seen. I was cooking I was cooking bacon the other morning. The damn thing went off. And I'm, I'm in here with a, with a dish towel going like this. <laughs> well, there's still enough juice in it to protect you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like you say, well, it's probably battery or wall powered, yeah, and it's just beeping because the battery backup is dead. But it's it's been working all along because of the the AC is still there. Yeah, that's how mine worked in my previous home. And like I said, when they did fail, rather than buying, I didn't have a ready source for those networked uh, alarms, so I just put a regular battery alarm up next to it and took the battery out of it so it wouldn't chirp. So it was still in the network. So if something went off, if it detected fire somewhere else, then this one would still make noise on the network. Hmm. You know, y'all have to press this button to test yours. You know, all I have to do is cook. <laughs> yeah, my wife uh -huh. does that all the time. She did that last night three times. <laughs> yeah, Mark's got it. Now, now, Bill, you got to find a battery that expires in 2022. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's been sitting in the package for four years, and you know, it's good. <laughs> well, I heard a recommendation on buying batteries. They said you should buy your batteries at Walmart because they sell so many of them. They're guaranteed to be fresh. Pretty much, well, yeah. Well, that's where I bought them. I bought them at Walmart. <laughs> Just from 10 years ago. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I guess I should start writing the dates that I buy them on on, on the package. So I know what, what I do that. But, I mean, the hey, the double A's and the triple A's are working fine. I mean, you know, the clickers and everything, you know, and the the mice and everything else. I mean, you know, hey. <laughs> oh, you well, know, I, I saw. I'm gonna look around here. I used to have some batteries. You know, the Radio Shack free battery per month. Uh, mm -hmm. I think I might have a bunch of those back here in the closet somewhere. I'll, I'll oh, know you, you know, know, those are juicy. <laughs> I solved the battery, the battery mouse thing. You plugged it in. Yeah, mine has its very own power cord. <laughs> oh. Mm -hmm. Tom, when I worked for Radio Shack, I used those cards as my business card. I stamped my name on it. Ah. The store I worked in, I had a different store stamp on it and my name stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Still have a couple of those around here. Hey, Radio Shack's supposed to be coming back. I, I tell more. you, I miss them. You know, they were always great. If I needed a resistor at two o'clock in the morning, you know, I knew I I knew where I could get one the next morning. The name has been sold again. The dealer network is still up and running. Uh, there's a dealer in Knoxville that sells to Oak Ridge, and there's a dealer in uh, Sevierville. You know, up toward Gatlinburg. Yeah. It does a fair amount of business. And if you have an ongoing electronics business, you can become a Radio Shack dealer. The guy in Sevierville said for a $10,000 stocking package. Oh, wow. And, you know, that's the cabinets, the drawers with the parts, the small parts, and a, a get-go, get-started package. And he said that they didn't charge him any royalties anymore. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, we have we have breaking news. It says uh, Warner Cans Herschel Walker another L punches ticket to Senate. 
And this just came in on my phone. Now, what did it say, Bill? Say that again. It looks like uh, 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 Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker is not going to Washington. They're going to kick you back over to Texas. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> well, that's where he lives anyway. All right. Well, hey guys, it well, is about it's past nine thirty. I think we're going to go ahead and close the show down, and uh, I'm going to get me some popcorn or something here. Thanks to everybody that joined us tonight. We enjoyed it. See you next week. Thank you much. Good to see y'all. Be uh, putting your Christmas list together. And also, hey, after Christmas, hey, we're going to ask you to come on the show and show us and tell us what you got for Christmas. All right. Good night, everybody. We'll see you Uh-oh. next week. Good night.